0: You're listening to a podcast from Grace Church in Salado, Texas. For more information and resources just like this, visit us online at gracesalado.com. Well, hello and welcome to the Grace Church Slado podcast. My name is David Laws, and I'm joined by Jason Goings, pastor of preaching and vision here at Grace. Jason, thanks for being here as always. Howdy. Wow, you gave me a salute and a howdy. I didn't see that combo coming. Yeah, and no one saw the salute. They don't. <laughs> I can confirm for those listening at home, there was, in fact, a salute. Uh, well, if this is your first time listening, I want you to know that uh, we do this podcast each week really just for one reason, uh, and that's that you would come away loving God's Word more and having a better idea how you can take the things that you're reading in Scripture and apply it to your daily life. And so our life
1: first. Verse... Well, before we do the life first this week, this is just a... Good chance to encourage you, if you enjoy this podcast, either hit click the like button or something, let us know, because what I heard yesterday uh, somebody in the church is enjoying it and... And uh, that it really encouraged us, like, oh, okay, let's keep this going for well, a little bit. Well, I know you and I always and, joke with each other, like, I wonder if there's anyone on the other end of right? this <laughs> yeah. microphone. Like, other than our wives. Other, And then yeah. every <laughs> once
0: in a while, you know, we're like, I don't know, is, is anyone listening? And we yeah. hear, like, a really encouraging comment of someone's like, yeah, I So listen.
1: to your Kelly and to my Kelly, those are our wives. The two people thank, listening. Thank y'all for encouraging. <laughs> and then for anyone else that's listening, uh, thank you. So That's funny. Well, yeah. We do well, this for you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, if you're with us, you know, our wife first this week is from First Peter chapter 4 verse 7 through 10 and it says the and it's kind of long here but it, verse 7 through 10 it says the end of all things is at hand therefore be self-controlled and sober minded for the sake of your prayers above all keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sins show hospitality to one another without grumbling as each has received a gift use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace so uh, Jason, Great, got it
1: memorized. <laughs>
0: yep, nailed it. Got it all down right now. Uh, but no, yeah, so the, the reason this is a little bit longer is last week we didn't have a podcast. The, the two verses were right next to each other, so it's just kind of grouped together. We're going to tackle both of them at once. So it's kind of a two-for-one special. Buy yeah. one, buy one yeah. get one free, sure. if no, you yeah. will. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, maybe just start us off with some context. Uh, we are here in 1 Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on in this book, this chapter, to kind of help people make sense of, of what's going on in this text?
1: Well, so this year, we our live verses have been chosen from parts of the reading plan. We're reading through the Bible, through a reading plan that I really en- have enjoyed for years. And uh, if you're reading 1 Peter, you kind of know the context, what's going on. Um, but this specific uh, passage, you know, starting with verse 7, which was last week's live verse, and then starting with verse 8 through 10, and this week's, it's jarring. I mean... This is a jarring statement. The end of all things is at hand. So regardless of whether you've read anything before or what you're reading afterwards, oh, this is this has my attention. You know, yeah. Peter is like coming in. Um, the end of all things is at hand. Um, we'll get into some of what was said earlier. Um, it's a jarring statement. It's meant to lead the reader to consider how they should be living their life now, or what is our response, or where should our focus be with this remaining time that we have. Uh, the The idea is to, to consider, like, we don't have this luxury of procrastinating life away anymore. And mm-hmm. so what should we do? Yeah. 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 Like, he's
0: creating a little bit of urgency here. Like, mm-hmm. you recognize that the end is here. It kind of makes me mm-hmm. think of Chicken Little. Have you ever seen that?
1: Uh, yeah. And the sky is falling. The sky, the sky is falling. falling. The sky yeah.
0: is falling. Like, he's just kind of going proclaiming something that's going to really... Catch people's attention, uh, but also well, and a good, that's a
1: good—that's a good point because there, there is an element of jarring truth that the end is coming. That's devastating for people. Mm-hmm. Peter, actually, in the context, is the opposite. Like yeah. the the end is coming. There's all this promise waiting for us. So therefore, let's do this. So, yeah. so the Christian doesn't have a sky is falling mm-hmm. approach to the end is near. It is the end mm-hmm. is near. Let's get the word out. Let's spread the gospel. Let's let's make sure people understand what's available for them. Yeah. So, so you're yeah. saying I should not take my theology from Chicken Little. As well, <laughs> it, it, as long as it propels you into
0: yeah. So. <laughs> That's funny. Well, uh, yeah. So maybe start walking us through kind of what's mm-hmm. going on in, in the text here.
1: Yeah. So Peter goes on to present four things to embrace uh, in in the life verses here. These are like four markers that should govern. Our lives in the light of this truth that the end of all things is, is coming near. So is, it, is at hand? So those four things just remind going back through it real quick. Verse seven, be sober minded. Verse eight, show some sincere love. Verse nine, show hospitality. And verse 10, serve one another. So those that's important. So basically, because things are coming to an end, live this way. Um, and so, so those those four
0: uh, those four things to embrace or the four markers like you called them, those actually tie in with kind of what's going on
1: before mm-hmm. today's yeah.
0: text as well. Like do you want to explain a little bit of that?
1: Yeah, so it's it's like it's it contrasts with what is preceded back in verse three and just some of the things that's listed in verse three where Peter says that those who were without christ or those who are currently without christ are living in lewdness lust drunkenness revelries parties um abominable uh, idolatries and there's other words that we'll just you know don't get into. but uh (laughs) but basically saying this was how some people are living so therefore we because we know what's coming should live this way yeah he's creating that juxtaposition between the two he's like Kind of painting a picture of
0: how messy things are uh, mm-hmm. w- with those that are living in the ways of the world and he's saying, but you guys, you know what's coming like you yeah. know the end is here, therefore live this
1: way yeah the the old practices like he's even kind of like this is the way we live this is the way it was lived out. Those old practices need to be done now um, yeah self-control, sober minded, loving hospitable serving one another so. so let's press into that and kind of peel back the layers of the onion a little bit uh,
0: on this text uh, what do we have <laughs> I, I, I liked how you physically yeah, you know, yeah showed onion. me peeling back the onion uh, so when you start looking under a microscope those kind of four ideas what are some of the things that really stand out mm. to you or always come to mind Well,
1: let's just one at a time you know if we, we, we again this isn't an exhaustive explanation but when you think about being self-controlled and sober-minded, Paul, uh, Paul Peter says, "Self-control, sober-minded, for the sake of praying." Yeah. Uh, so let's just think about that. The explanation and the idea is, we should not be lacking self-control of our lives to, to the point like the free, drunken, partier, careless, carefree person is. The the saved person who knows what's coming, uh, there should be an urgency. To their mm-hmm. life that leads them to be praying. So therefore, if we're if we're putting into our mind, putting into our body things that's going to alter our minds, keep us careless, carefree, unfocused, then we need to not put that into our minds and our bodies so that we can be focused in prayer. So yeah, uh, that's the first thing. That's what it means: self control and sober minded. It's not it's not saying sobriety is this great noble thing. No, it's sobriety for prayer. Like, be sober and pray. If you're just sober and you're bragging about how sober you are, but you're not going to God and praying about what is to come and for your people then, like, Yeah, I mean,
0: he seems to be communicating the idea, like, that this reckless style of living, this kind of uh, careless just, Going, going at it, he's he's really saying that's actually an obstacle to our prayer life, like yeah. not just yeah. our health, not just whatever, mm-hmm. but it's
1: specifically, it gets mm-hmm. in the way of us coming before yeah. the Lord uh, yeah. and really mm-hmm. approaching him. And then it gets in the way of the next thing of showing hospitality. You know, if um, if we're living a careless lifestyle, then when somebody needs us, to be hospitable. We're going to do it, but or we may do it, but we're probably going to do it with grumbling. We're mm-hmm. going to be like, oh, how inconvenient is this? We're not... But the prayerful, focused, sober-minded person is going to show hospitality um, with joy. Like with, They're going to be looking for it. They're going to mm-hmm. be planning
0: for it. Um, when we're intentional about hospitality, I think it reflects things about God's kingdom yeah. uh, that are really meaningful.
1: Well, and there's something also about... You know, back then when when Peter was giving this out, that it was dangerous to not show hospitality. Like if Christians, if if the laws were coming to spread the gospel or teach something, I need to be expected and ready. I need to not be – I need to be urgently expecting to show hospitality to who God's going to send, right? Like, oh, the laws are here. Let's open up our home and let's do it with joy. Let's not complain Mm -hmm. that they're here. Let's let's give them everything they need, and let's yeah. be joyful about it. And um, because the time is at hand, let's yeah. let's you know. So well, so what about these other things that we see here? Where you know, he's talking about serving one another, and I mean, it's, it's clearly you know, if you're if you're living knowing that the days are at hand, you're praying, you're showing hospitality, and you're finding ways to serve one another. You're not just, man, I hope they don't ask too much of me, mm. but instead, you you know that God's given me these gifts. And I want to find a way to put my gifts into play for another person. And so, um, yeah, I think that's just uh, the love one another and serving one another kind of go together, uh, that God has given us gifts. And he's brilliant. He's wise. He dispenses his amazing gifts across the family of God. And as he's moving people around, he's moving people around with the intentionality that they're going to be taken care of. They're going Mm -hmm. to be provided for, Um, and so God equips Christians who are ready to be hospitable, who are praying to give, to to use our gifts to bless others, so
0: yeah. So you've got this passage here where Peter is making contrast. He's saying you've got these folks that are being driven by uh, lust and lewdness and drunkenness and parties and these abominations, and then he contrasts it with, hey, have this mindfulness of the end times this is the way that you ought to live in light of that reality. Mm. I could imagine some people listening to this or reading this or memorizing this throughout the week, maybe thinking to themselves, like, I don't fit that caricature of wild drunkenness and lust and abominations and all these things, Mm. so I must be doing pretty good. Like, I I guess I'm thinking, I could see someone having a hard time knowing what to do with this passage, Mm. you know, Mm. of like, well, that's not me. Uh, So even though I'm not doing all these things right, you know, I'm landing somewhere in the middle. I'm just curious, as far as application, what comes to your mind with this text? Like what? Oh, well,
1: I, I think the point of the text is not to be better behaved than the other person. The point of the text is be intentional. Like don't be altered and careless, but be praying. So yeah. if if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I don't know how to apply this, well, it, it then. then then start praying. <laughs> like, yeah. like if you're sober-minded, you're not going off to partying, well, you're not You're not supposed to be doing those things, one, because it's sin, but two, so that you'll make time and be ready to pray. So I would just simply pray this, God, make me ready. Hmm. Help me to see what you want me to see. Help me to see with urgency. Yeah. That is a simple prayer that you can pray every morning, every night. The other thing I would maybe pray about is, God, show me how to support uh, someone. Where is it needed um, I don't know. Ask the church. and You can ask us, or you can find some ministry that's focused on spreading the good news, and plug into them, support them, pray for them. Yeah, uh, with with intentionality. Instead of going to live a careless life where you just, you know, kind of clock in, get your paycheck, mm-hmm. buy stuff for your family. No, be intentional. Be praying. Support good ministries and be involved. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, the kind of the overarching application of a text like this is like this urgency and this mm. intentionality that comes from it. Yeah. Uh, like kind of like shaking you awake, like, Hey, mm. hey don't, yeah, don't you exactly. forget like the end is mm. coming. This is a mm. tent. This is a vapor. This is a breath and it's fleeting mm-hmm. and it's going to be gone in a couple decades, you know, depending on where you're at in your life cycle, yeah. add or subtract some, but when you consider that, there's a seriousness to that, like, what am I doing? And Peter here is saying, use that time that you have, like, yeah. be hospitable, find a place to serve and, uh, and be Be loving, be
1: kind, use your gifts. And so sum it up with just the prayer of, here I am, Lord, show me how to advance the gospel. Yeah. What can I do? Um, I, would, I think it's important to start with your church, your local church, just ask them. Yeah. What can I do to advance the gospel? Yeah, Well,
0: if you're here at Grace and you're like, hey, I want to do this. I don't know what it looks like. Let me know. Um, I literally have a list um, that I would love to walk through with anyone that was uh, willing to listen. But yeah, I mean, just find, find, I like the way you phrased it, just that broadness of like, find a place to advance the kingdom um, and your role in that. Well, uh, we want to say thank you for listening to the Grace Slade Podcast this week. We hope that this discussion spurred you on in your love for Jesus and your love for people. We'll see you next Wednesday for an episode on Second Peter chapter one, verse three.